guys, it is Tristan with Nerdutz Newsstand, and today I have Wes from Thinking Critical with me, and we are going to talk about John King, uh, John King, John Kent, the tyrant <laughs> that has been something I've been looking into, but relatively standing up for Tom Taylor for the most part, but I think that's over. And we need to talk about how this was predicted in Infinite Frontier Zero. And now we are seeing full-fledged tyrant coming about. How are you, Wes? I'm doing fantastic. Well, thanks for having me on. I love talking about Tom Taylor's interpretation <laughs> of Superman and uh, in Nightwing. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, see, my biggest issue with this is it, I went through the editors yesterday just to see what the difference was and i do think maybe that has something to do with it because jamie s rich is the editor for the superman titles right and he's gone but he was also the one that let that terrible terrible john ridley story through i'm hoping maybe whoever comes to replace them will help but i don't know i think tom taylor's star is too bright for him to actually get a whole lot of editorial oversight what do you think I think you're right on the money. You know, Tom Taylor had a, a super successful deceased series. They got a sequel series that was also very successful. I had a couple of digital firsts that I think did pretty well as well. He also was in Justice. And it certainly appears that Tom Taylor has been earmarked as one of the top stars at DC Comics. We've had Jeff Johns, uh, James Tynan's about to kind of move on. He's going to do a little bit of DC work. Uh, but we've we've had a lot of these big name DC writers kind of moving on, and Tom Taylor's certainly earmarked to take that spot. He's got a Batman uh, special series going on right now with one of the Kuberts. He's writing Nightwing, which is certainly like the second best selling Batman associated character. And now he's doing the introduction of the new Superman. So he's certainly uh, you know a big fish in a small pond at DC Comics. So I doubt he's getting much editorial oversight, and we're starting to see a lot of the shades that we saw during his time at Marvel Comics, which made me so apprehensive to even read an issue of Disease before I checked it out and I ended up liking it. But you know, I guess this is all kind of predictable. Oh, yeah. And I had never read those X-Men titles over at Marvel. I had simply went off of stuff like Injustice and his deceased work. So I, I really was enjoying a lot of his stuff. But Superman, Son of Kal-El, number two comes out. And my goodness... And you know what's funny to me? They did say, and they did this whole mouthpiece, where in Infinite Frontier Zero, they did a little section of the story, and we had Spectre coming out to say, he's not going to be a tyrant. He's not going to be a tyrant. And then they lead us in the exact opposite way with this story. I thought, I thought Spectre said he was going to be a tyrant, and then Wonder Woman said no. You know, he could be the greatest hero of all time. We have to let it play out. I thought Spectre is like maybe predicting you're right. he would be a tyrant. I think so. Maybe, uh, maybe you're right. I'll have to look it up before I edit. But I can't remember if it originally started that Spectre said he was going to be a tyrant and then he changed his mind with the whole like squid story or what happened. But in Superman, Son of Kal-El 2, we see kind of opening up with this whole truth podcast. Then I find it hilarious that they go to YouTubers for or podcasters for the truth. But even so, they have him in his own little, I guess, incognito outfit. And the idea is good. But I think, again, 
he is always going to be known as the son of Superman, Superboy, whatever you want to say he is, we see him go to college. And what bothered me right away was the fact that with each and every single one of these bullets, we see this domestic terrorist kind of put within their, their I don't know what those, magazine? Um, mm-hmm. They say thoughts and prayers. And yeah, that see, can be taken thoughts a and lot prayers of on each On every bullet individually. Yeah, um, that could be taken towards anti-Christians. It could be taken in a way of people, you know, online going, oh, I'm sending thoughts and prayers, sending thoughts and prayers, and that not being enough for Tom King. I mean, Tom Taylor, oh, my God. (laughs) Um, But, and then even goes as far to say when he shoots the gun, he says, (laughs) shut up. It's too soon to politicize this. What? Pretty heavy hand stuff is uh, definitely hitting you right over the head with the sledgehammer, which is, you know, this is the worst that Tom Taylor has to offer when he's when he's writing this. It's not social commentary. You know, it's it's almost propaganda. It, obviously, it is. this is an anti-gun uh, message. And I understand that there's a lot of uh, debate on on uh, gun laws and whatnot, but it's it's so heavy-handed. It's absolutely insane, and I do I do take it as an anti-Christian message personally. But I also definitely think it's uh it's his, I don't know him his making a statement regarding thoughts and prayers not being enough. Yeah. In a time of tragedy. And, and exactly, and with him saying that it's too soon to politicize this, everything within whenever there's a tragedy, um, it's always initially oh gun control or you know protecting our guns. And I think with him saying that, he's saying, you know, it it happens instantly. And that's very true. It does happen instantly. But when you add the two together, I think it makes the message way, way worse. Because he is not American. He is not from, you know, he doesn't live under our Constitution. I mean, and you actually don't either now. But right now, we have laws in place to prevent tyranny. We have laws in place to prevent stuff like guns being taken away. And having this put into a very North American market, I think, is a little, uh, it's heavy-handed to say the least. And yeah, I'm surprised. Well, I'm not surprised. But, you know, DC Editorial, they're the ones that greenlit this, they're the ones that let it get through. And I think this is, you know, a harbinger of things to come in, in Superman and Really, anything that Tom Taylor is going to be writing in DC Comics that's not within, you know, like an Elseworld story. If it's not deceased, this is what he's going to be using these characters for. They're a mouthpiece for his, you know, his political opinions. Hey, I can go to his Twitter feed and read all this stuff. I don't actually want to have to pay for it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And that's the scary part about it is where everything, it seems like it's going to be heading that way. So let's talk about the conversation. Because he goes, you know, we see John go to his dad and they're sitting on the moon and they're looking at the earth and it's big and it's it's deep and it's meaningful until it gets awkward. Where we see John actually go through and say, um, you, you can see what I see, dad. Oceans struggling to breathe, forests disappearing, ice melting, inaction due to selfishness and fear, division and tribalism. And stupid borders. <laughs> it's so bad. It is. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's it's the worst kind of Saturday afternoon special, right? Or 
or after school special that you could you can get. You're like, this is this isn't something where you know it's it's you're putting it on the cheap so you can get a little message out. This is a guy supposed to be a top flight comic book writer, and he he has no subtlety. There's no nuance. He has no ability to craft like uh, real converse meaningful conversations between people where you can discuss uh, discuss these type of things. It's just hitting you over the head. You know, and I love how it's no longer global warming. It's got to be climate change because once you change the term, you know, anything that happens with the climate, you know, will essentially uh, validate your criticism, right? You can't say global warming anymore. And then it's, oh, we can't have borders. Every country that has <laughs> that maintains their borders that has sovereignty. You have to maintain your borders. If you don't, you won't be a country very long. You're going to get invaded. Your your culture, other people's cultures are going to creep in, and then then will you'll just basically basically be wiped out. And it's you know it's easy coming from somebody in in Australia, where you're bordering the entire ocean. You know it's not exactly like you can walk into Australia like you can in other places. But I, I don't understand the the fast the fascination with borders and people actually protecting their own sovereignty and and ensuring that the people coming into their country want to be there are there for the right reasons and maybe aren't there to do some bad things to the citizens that the the government themselves are supposed to be protecting but there's a lot of heavy-handed stuff about borders obviously john kent decides to save a, a boat full of um, you know migrants that are struggling right. at sea and brings them into the u.s and when they try to put them in through the process you know he, he starts talking down to the the authorities and everything because this isn't superman anymore this is tom taylor if he had Superman's powers. Yeah. And, you know, I will say for that part, it does at least just want the restraints removed. And that I can respect. But it's the fact that he's saying, like. Doesn't he also say, I'm going to be keeping an eye on you and making yeah. sure that these guys do it right? Because if they yeah. don't live up to to uh, Tom Taylor's ideas of what what these, uh, these migrants should be, what kind of treatment they should receive, you know, Superman might come in and, and wipe them out or something. Well, it also bugs me because it's like, I get that, you know, Tom Taylor, his job makes it so he's probably inside a lot. I get that. But he goes on to say, you know, it's pretty bleak. And he's like, am I wrong? Clark at that point should have said, yes, you are wrong. Have you ever traveled across the world? Have you ever went, you know, and I know you've done a lot of traveling with the army. Have you ever went from nation to nation? Have you ever looked at the forest and the oceans? And have you went across the world? I mean, obviously, John Kent would have, but it's not John Kent we're talking about now. It's Tom Taylor. Look at the world outside of social media and outside of politics and look at how beautiful and mag magnificent these things are. Look, Watch the sunrise. Watch the sun go down. Watch the tides come in. Realize the beauty that is still here and not on Twitter. Well, yeah. First of all, I was I was in the Air Force, but you know, oh, no I'm big sorry, deal. But, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no problem. But I have definitely traveled the world. You see all the great things that uh, that that they're there to offer in Europe and Asia, and I've been to you know Central America and all this stuff. But yeah, it's a beautiful place. There's a lot of great things to enjoy, and there's wonderful cultures out there. And if there weren't borders, there wouldn't be these wonderful cultures. When you go to a Costa Rica and you meet the nicest people in the world, or you go to Amsterdam and you go to one of the craziest cities in the world, or you go to Seoul into their absolutely amazing like uh like uh electronics malls and you see stuff that you won't see in america for another five years you got to get out there and see these things people are great i love visiting cultures oh, you'd yeah. think john kent would have a very uh you know well-established idea about these things being who he is and who his father is but like you said 
This isn't John Kent that the story's about. It's about Tom Taylor. Yeah, exactly. And he says it could be a place where every problem could be tackled. If our world would unite, a place where no one is left behind. But what's more egregious to me is that he makes the mistake of saying Superman isn't from America. And that's well, he says he's not from the world. Well, the world. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a complete like. So he didn't even know he was from Krypton until his teenage years. That's a complete mischaracterization because it's not something I would ever would think would come out of Clark's mouth. I think well, he would plus simply- the context of what he said, you, you know, because John's essentially chastising him, saying, "You yeah. could have done more. Why didn't you do more?" And Clark or, or Superman, it's the most insane thing you ever say. He's like, "Well, I'm not really from around here. I didn't think it was my place to save people." It's like you've been saving people your entire life. You've been, you know, you fought to the death. You've saved entire planets. You're not from those planets either. That's not in in Clark Kent Superman's vocabulary that's not his mindset but you know who cares about the character at this point because this entire story and and what we're learning here through these voices you know is what tom taylor wants to project rather than bending his story and his ideas to the characters that have 80 years of history he's bending the character with 80 years of history to his story and his message and that's why it all falls apart yep and that's why i don't think this is going to be one of those runs. I think they have a backup plan in case this doesn't work. And I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm sure they do. Same with Jason and uh, Jackson Hyde. But I don't think this is going to even maybe be as popular as some of the other times mantles have been taken over. Because right from the word go, we're learning more about Tom Taylor than we are about John Kent. The way he feels when he looks at the big blue world. The way he feels when he thinks about stupid borders. Like I can just picture Tom Taylor like kicking a can when he says that. It's so, so dumb to have it put as a, and you can't open up this can of worms. You just can't in comics because then it'll be like, well, Mr. Terrific should have cre- could have created this while the Flash delivered food to everyone. This stuff has been done time and time again, whether it's Squadron Supreme or something, even that Tom Taylor wrote in- yeah, the authority or uh, what is it? Uh, Superman versus the elite. No. Um, what's so funny about truth, justice in the American way? Um, and then, you know, injustice. These things have been done and it shows the problem with these issues. You can't curb hunger because the flash could have delivered a meal already to everybody. You can't open up that can of worms. Because that's not how heroics in storytelling goes. At least not this kind of book. It can be done just separately. Yeah, it, it doesn't work for the for the character. It doesn't really work for the DC universe. But you know, that's that's the problem that we're getting with DC comics. And they definitely do have that exit strategy. We know there's a crisis event coming in 2022. So if this doesn't work out, and my prediction is that it won't, the initial sales will be absolutely fantastic, and then you'll yep. see it quickly tank. As people realize this isn't the Superman, not only is it not their Superman, it's not the Superman that they want to replace Clark Kent, so the character will be summarily rejected. And, you know, uh, Tom Tom Taylor will get to move on to ruin another character. Yeah, and and, well, as he's already doing it to Nightwing, I'm curious to see. I I hosted up for that series, but now I'm a little worried as to how it is going to go. 
But as soon right. as we got that second issue and Nightwing, who's been fighting crime essentially mm-hmm. his entire life, like pre-adult, you know, in his uh, adolescence, he's been fighting crime. Someone literally robs him. And once he finds out that they're homeless, like, ah, well, crime's okay if you're homeless. And like, well, that's this isn't Nightwing. That's not what Dick Grayson would say about this. And plus the idea that anyone could pickpocket Dick Grayson is absolutely insane. Oh, yeah. It absolutely is. And and I and I get what he's going for, like, you know, poverty and stuff causes crime and it's an endless cycle for the disenfranchised. I get that, but it doesn't work with the character that you're using as a mouthpiece. It just absolutely doesn't. And especially when you're talking about Bloodhaven. Like Bloodhaven is not New York City. It's a terrible crime ridden city with crazy people in it. Literally it's Chicago. People. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Um, but even so, so we're gonna see. He says, you know, Superman says, it's on you now, John. It's on you now. You're gonna save the world, and like you said, we see him now. He he saves these people from Gamora, and we do see um, uh, Henry Bendix, right? From so the I'm elite, assume- huh? From the elite, right? Yes, yes. That's what I was gonna say. I'm assuming. We are going to see more of those Wildstorm characters come in. We've already kind of been seeing them. But I, I think it was Weatherman, right? If I remember correctly, it's Weatherman. I need to really, really re- go back and reread. But um, I know the original rumor when it comes to all this controversy with John Kemp being gay. I know the original rumor was that he was supposed to be with Jenny Sparks. Which makes me think they might still be going that way if they're bringing in those characters. Or it just might be, you know, it was already part of the plan. They need to do it because we clearly see him kind of flirty with this Mm -hmm. gay character. um, When he's like, it did absolutely nothing for you. Like, what? They got like a little grin going back and forth. Yeah, Yeah, they got like that weird stare at each other. Like, ugh. Okay, I'm not reading into this one. I'm not reading into this one. I know it's there. <laughs> oh, my Well, you goodness. also see the cover for, I think it's issue five, and I've, John's hurt, and he's bleeding, and, you know, he's holding him in a very tender, tender manner. <laughs> well, I mean, if it was a friend and, you know, he had been killed, I could see the same thing, but obviously we know John Kent's not going to die, and we don't have any confirmation, so I'm holding out. I don't want to say hope because I don't care either way, but I'm just kind of before I put it on my channel and go, okay, this is confirmed. Kind of. Oh yeah, you can't it confirm yeah. it. Certainly yeah. not from this issue. Yeah, no, definitely not. I think a lot of people were hoping for you could, that. Could, you can infer it. Oh yeah. Well, you can't. Oh yeah. Confer it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That look is definitely a a flirt look. So, how do you think this is going to go from here? What do you what's your prediction for the last little bit here? Because I don't think this is going to get any better at this point. My my optimism with Tom Taylor is gone. Oh, yeah, it's it's gonna get worse, and we'll see uh John Kent and Jay probably, you know, going to fix the world and solve all the problems. You know, and, and it's not saving people, you know, they're gonna you're gonna fix the pay gap and all these silly things that you wouldn't want to see uh tackled within an action-based comic story. You know, these things are some certain things that are tackled more on the independence, but it's going to drive people away. It's going to get worse and worse. And it's clear that we're going to see um, Dick Grayson and John Kent come into contact with each other, likely affirm each other in their missions that now that they've changed 
he certainly hinted at that using Superman essentially as a mouthpiece yep. to go in there and and confirm what what uh, Dick Grayson Nightwing is saying goes in and confirms what John Kent as the new Superman is saying saying you guys are absolutely correct you're going to do it better than I ever could and you know and then they're going to they're going to bounce these things off of each other and it's going to be you know unbearable yeah it'll be tripe. absolutely. <laughs> I think it's funny they named the issue the truth when we're really hearing Tom Taylor's truth. That's what it is, yeah. And if anything I learned from reading that terrible Superman vs. Lobo is that apparently now truth is relative. So we'll have to wait and see. But thank you so much for coming on the channel. I've been wanting to have you on for a long time. It's great. Make sure you guys check out Wes's channel. It will be in the pinned comment and the description. Thank you well, so much. Thank you for having me. I'm glad that we could have a little discussion. Enjoyed having you on the Comics Aficionados live stream, and uh, hopefully we could do some more of these in the future. Really appreciate the uh, the support, and definitely come over, check out the channel. You might like it, and uh, definitely expect more from Tristan and I in the future doing more content together. It's a lot of fun. Absolutely. I will see you guys in the next one. Bye-bye.